Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Tatiana Sirisano. Hello. And they are both back from Coachella, Coachella 2019. Mm-hmm. I am woot woot. not. I didn't go. Uh, <laughs> but you guys went and you had a blast, right? Great times. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. A um, couple breakout acts. Obviously, Rosalia had one of the best sets I saw all weekend. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Billie Eilish. Yeah. Everyone you're, was You're sort of a fan of her. her. Just a little bit of a fan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Casual listener. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Ariana. I lost my mind. Yeah, what happened when she brought the in when four fifths of NSYNC came out? <laughs> um, like, was were all the phones in the air? Were people all the phones screaming? were in the all air? All the phones were in the I air. I mean, by that point, the news had broken. Right, that it was happening. So it was not a surprise. Really, it so happened pretty early on, it. though. Yeah, which I didn't really expect. I honestly think she was like, "Look, there are rumors going around. Let's confirm this on Twitter to get ahead of it." Yeah, and then as soon as she went in to break up with your girlfriend, she like all the phones went up and everyone knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, but I was surprised how early it was. But yeah. she had like two other massive, big collaborations that she did. So kind of wait, who were the other ones? Out. Oh, Nikki and uh, Diddy. Yeah, Diddy right. and Maze. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, fun. It yeah. Was great. Anyways, yeah. Um, at the end, she had those confetti cannons that so many artists often do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. hers were actually like little ripped up pieces from her burn book, like the oh, that's cool. Did you save some? Yes, it was amazing. So first I one fell on my head. And I picked it off, and it said thank. It was, like, the part of thank you next. Nice. And I was like, you are welcome. And then another <laughs> one fell on my head, and it said sorry, S-R-Y. And I was like, mm-hmm. again, like, now thank you. <laughs> I just felt like all of them were speaking to me. Right. It was also, like, you know, midnight yeah. Pacific time on the right. third you were, and final day. <laughs> yeah, you were exhausted. You were starting to hallucinate. We were all there. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of – well, actually, one of the things we'll uh, just give us a little preview of what we're going to talk about in a second. Um, I was not – the Ariana sounded great. Mm-hmm. I am comfortable with my decision not to go to Coachella this year. But you've been. I've been before. Yeah. I am – after this Beyonce Homecoming album, Ugh. I am 
so jealous of everyone who went last year. Like, I was That's already all jealous, was and now I'm just like, oh my god, I should have mm. seen, like, one of the best. Like, t- truly so cemented good. in time now, because it already was, uh, yeah. but this just solidified it even more that, like, if you weren't there, you kind of screwed up. <laughs> I know, I can't stop listening to the live album, it's I so know. good. Anyways, we'll talk about one of those songs uh, later, but for now we're going to start with a new Madonna and Maluma song. Um which came out <laughs> the other day. Yep. Uh, this is from her upcoming album, Madam X, which she just announced. Uh, Maluma's actually on two of the songs. I forget what the other one is called, but it's a song. But the one that's out mm-hmm. uh, is Medellin, which is a city in Colombia. Um, I think it's the city he was born in, in Colombia. I should have double-checked that. If only we that. had Google or something. Yeah, if only there was some easy way to find out. <laughs> uh, we'll have to bing it later. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. Um, yeah. Anyway, so this is uh, first Madonna single from her album, Madam X. Um, it's, I mean, it's a reggaeton, a reggaeton song. So it's like, uh, it's mid-tempo. It's very similar to, uh, you know, stuff in this genre that is like making waves on the radio. It's, you know, but it's different for Madonna because... Usually when she comes out with a new album, the lead single is, like, pretty high energy. You know, she's obviously most closely associated with the dance pop sound. So definitely a lot of people on Twitter are kind of like, like, what? This is it? Like, why isn't this, you know, like, you know, where's the where's the spark? Where's the fire? Yeah. But at the same time, like, I mean, listen, I don't know well, if this Luma's is going to be. Fire. Yeah, I don't know if this <laughs> is going to be a hit or not, but, like. You know, like you like dance pop for a long time now, like really hasn't made waves on the radio. Like yeah. Ariana really only became a huge radio presence when she kind of switched from the into you lane into the kind of like mid tempo mm-hmm. uh, type stuff, and which she is like dominating now. Uh, so I think it's smart, like just like looking at the trends wise, that Madonna is like this lead single is is something that's not like. Uh, Living for Love was the uh, first single from her last one, which just like isn't the sound that like people are eating up, even though I adored that song. Um, this like makes more sense for radio now. Uh, I really liked it. Like, listen, it's not it's not incredible, but it's, it's I think it's a grower. I think it's super enjoyable. I've listened to it many times because I'm a Madonna stan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. I well, the other thing I would say is that uh, you know. Surprise, surprise, I'm going to defend Madonna. But, uh, you know, some people have been like, oh, she's trend hopping. I think that's unfair. I mean, I think if you look. Who doesn't? I mean, well, yeah. yeah one, like, <laughs> what what artists aren't trend hopping uh, on Latin remixes these days? But, but also, like, if you know her music, like, she's incorporated, like, Latin influences for right. over 30 years. Um, one of her guitarists on her uh, kind of classic runs of albums was a Latino uh, her daughter is Cuban American. Like you know, this is this is in her realm. Like she's mm-hmm, not yeah. just like it's not just like this became a thing and then suddenly she's like oh like she's been part of this world, or it's you know it's been in her sphere mm-hmm. for decades. So you know, leave Madonna alone, leave Britney alone, <laughs> leave everyone alone. Uh, but what do you guys think of it? My favorite part, like the the intro and the outro, they're very ASMR friendly. I was, oh my God. I wrote down that exact <laughs> word. And yes. Like for me, I'm not into that. Um, but you I don't know, like life with Mac. I all of that stuff. Like I can't listen to it. I find it <laughs> so jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, but to many people who enjoy it, I'm sure they will love this. Um, over, I mean, the song is really fun. It feels a little bit disconnected throughout. Just. 
to me. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry for throwing a little bit of shade at your face. No, you can do that. Um, but then also I love at the end where she's like, she says, slow it down, Poppy, which first of all, yes. I roll. But also then the tempo speeds up. It's <laughs> 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 hilarious. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a fun song. I think people have been excited about the two of them collaborating for a while. Yes. So yeah. it's, it's cool to finally hear what that sounds like. I really, really liked it. I think maybe I liked it the most out of all oh, three of us. Wow. I, yeah. And I do agree that it's it's a little bit disjointed. It's also very long. It is. It's like, yeah. it's five, a, minute, it's like a five minute song. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is another interesting thing. Um, Joe, with your point about radio, like mm-hmm. to, to put out a five minute song is a yeah. little bit risky. Um, but I love it because I just listening to it, it feels like a dream. Like it feels like you're in this in this dream world. And like the ASMR thing definitely feeds yeah. into that. Um, and... Yeah, I feel like I really, I really might like it the most out of us. I thought that I thought that Joe was gonna. (laughs) Yeah, that was just gonna come like foaming at the mouth, like screaming about Madonna, her majesty. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a really good way of putting it, like the dreamlike quality, because it sort of does have that. And I think that's like when you kind of listen to the lyrics and what she's been saying about it. Like, there's a little maybe that's a bit intentional because she's been saying how. Uh, she's recently spent a lot of time living in Barcelona and how she kind of felt like, you know, there like more than, uh, you know, New York or L.A. or London or wherever. She's like finding her tribe, like her people she feels like really comfortable with. Yeah. So in that sense, like maybe she feels like she's like, you know, living this dream. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the it's it has like kind of like, yeah, just like kind of intoxicating quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I mean, that that mid tempo works in its favor because like. You know, you kind of it slowly pulls you in, and then like you're in it without even sort of like realizing, yes, like how much it's hitting you. Yeah, and I didn't actually realize how long the song was. I don't think on the first listen because it just kind of like brings you in. Yeah, the one, two, <laughs> cha cha cha. Oh, you... sorry, Lindsay. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't know that she was saying cha 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 at first. I was like, what is she saying? And I googled it and. Yeah. What do you know? <laughs> what do you know? Cha cha cha. Um, video out next week. Set so your. That oh I'm actually God. more excited for. I'm so excited for. I'm really looking forward to that. I like. Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't know if I like the album art, but I like the visuals she's been posting on her Instagram. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited to see what this video looks like. She always has wild. Yeah. Yeah. She's not toning it down, which I love. No, no, she yeah. never will. I hope not. Slow it down, Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's listen to it. It's uh, Madonna with Maluma, Medellin, and from her new album, uh, Madame X. I took a pill and had a dream. Yo también. I went back to my 17th year. Allowed myself to be naive. Dime. To be someone I've never been. Me encanta. All right, that was Madonna and Maluma. Uh, let's talk about who did whose was Mark Ronson featuring Licky Lee? Ooh, that's mine. All right, let's do that Take one. <laughs> All right. Um, yes. So Mark Ronson featuring Licky Lee. This song is called Late Night Feelings. It's the title track of Mark Ronson's upcoming album, which I actually didn't check to see if there's a date announced for that yet. But it's neither. June. This year. This summer. In June. <laughs> in June. Great. End of June, I think. Um, I, I love this song so much. I had it on. Yeah. I was listening to new music, I think, last week. And 
you know how when you just have a like a playlist going, but then yeah. something really grabs you and you mm-hmm. like have to go over to see what it is. That's exactly what happened. Um, I even went downstairs and told Tati how much I liked it. This is true. Wait, downstairs. Our, oh, our right, house had stairs. Yeah. yeah, things are different downstairs. there. Yeah. Homes have two Wait. floors. <laughs> but I thought, like in whatever, like the I thought they didn't have basements in the so it was like a two level. Oh, thing like a first were. floor, and then we had bedrooms on the top floor. Huh. For anyone who's curious about our living situation, <laughs> I, I actually am because yeah. whenever like I've been in it's so Coachella is in India. Like mm-hmm. I, all the houses like seem like ranches. one level. Yeah, like ranch. Ours style. was like yeah. the, one of the only ones that was two levels though, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, it seemed like everything was one level. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> N- made it even better. So anyways, to just you crawl love the song so much. Night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, love the song so much. Um, it's just really stuck with me. I I think it opens with steel drums. Yes. Um, I was going to say I'm I love steel drums. There's not enough steel drums in music these days. Bring back I steel agree. Drums. But I also respect how it's not done. It's not trying to be like trap house in any mm-hmm. way. It still feels really true to the type of production that Mark Ronson does. Mm-hmm. Um, while just introducing this other element. Um, from there, it sort of erupts into this slow disco-inspired jam mm-hmm. that I think will sort of underline this entire album. Like, on his song with yeah. Miley, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart, that yeah. was a huge element there. Yeah, that was so, another disco-y one. I am not opposed if this is, like, a alt-pop disco album. I'm all over that. Same. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, as a whole, it features, the album features... Camila, this artist Yeba that I'm a fan of, King Princess, Alicia Keys, Angel Olsen. He has a pretty star-studded really lineup good. of all women vocalists, which I, mm-hmm. I mean, he's done mostly in the past, but to see it all like lined up on a track list that way right. is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love, I mean, I, the Miley one I enjoyed, I think I, uh, Jason is like obsessed with it, right? Who's Jason? I, actually, I don't I know. I he that... used to be on this podcast. Hmm. No, that doesn't seem right. Um, speaking of, he I don't know, had a doctor's appointment or something today. Oh, sure. Whatever. Whatever that excuse is. <laughs> um, the, anyways, the Miley Mark one I thought was good, but like it, it did, definitely didn't stick with me. Like, I love that song. Oh, it stuck with me. All right, well, but it did, it, was, it did have to grow on me, I have to say. The first time I heard it, I was like, I don't know about this. And then now I love it. Okay. Well, I guess I'm just wrong. Yeah. But this one <laughs> I absolutely love. Like I did not expect to like it this much. Yeah. Um, also, just because like Licky Lee, I loved her first two albums. Um, I forget the name of her last one, but I was definitely like diminishing returns. So uh, sad, so sexy. Yeah, it yes. was not, there not was in one love song with that it. I loved, but overall, I didn't. Yeah, go back didn't. To the album. It, yeah. So I was kind of surprised. How, I mean, she has a remarkable voice. She's a really, she really emotes well. Um, and yeah, I like I said before, love the steel drum, love the disco influence. Um, it just has like a great. It's like some good chill vibes. I feel like all the songs we're talking about in this podcast, with maybe like one exception, are like <laughs> chill, chill vibes. vibes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I would love that compliment. Emotes well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd say that about you. No I know, offense. but now yeah. I have something to strive for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Tati, what, what do you think about? Well, I almost, it's funny that you mentioned um, So Sad, So Sexy, because I feel like this song could almost be on that album. It, it fits in really well with Leaky Lee's style. Mm-hmm. Um, and that said, I'm really excited to see what Mark Ronson does with these other vocalists that Lindsay mentioned, um, because he's, he 
he's so good at pairing a vocalist with mm-hmm. with these different sounds. Like how "Nothing Breaks Like a Heart" was a little bit country tinged, but only yeah. slightly for Miley. And then this song was like more disco, um, which really really fit with Legally. So um, I'm really excited to see like what is he gonna do with Camilla? What is he gonna do with King Princess? This this song Angel for me Olsen, really like right strange. really yeah. built up the anticipation for this album that's coming out. So um, I'm here for it. Yeah, it's very exciting. All right, well, let's listen to it. It's Mark Ronson featuring Licky Lee. The song is Late Night Feelings from the album of the same name by Mr. Ronson. I lay in silence, but silence talks. It tells me heaven is no closer than it was. My heart keeps pulling in the wrong direction. I'm about to cross that All right, that was Mark Ronson and Licky Lee. Uh, next up, let's talk Beyonce now. We already kind of teased it a little bit, but um, so Beyonce has a, a new album, a new movie, a new Netflix documentary uh, that is about her 2018 Coachella, aka Beachella performance. Uh, it is a nearly two-hour live album, which normally I would be. It's like forty tracks, and normally you'd be like, "My God, like, do we need that much?" Like, we the answer is actually much. yes. We like. <laughs> I'm already on, like, my third listen, and it's only been out for, like, a little over 24 hours. Yeah. Um, it's just so good. And, like, I, don't, I mean, I've seen Beyonce live, and she's great, but, like, I would not have expected. I guess what's really – my first takeaway is just that, like, Coachella and, like, festivals in general are, like, not known for great audio. Like, they're just right. loud well, experiences. Yeah, I mean, so, like, you know, usually you're acknowledging that, yeah, it's, it's outdoor, there's – tens of thousands of people around like if you want the real audio experience you go to their like main tour yeah but like the audio on this is like so crisp and perfect it, mm-hmm. you know it's i mean i guess they had a year to work on it so maybe that helped but like it's just fantastic <laughs> uh the energy she she brings uh a marching band or several marching bands um from hbcus yeah. into her uh repertoire which mm-hmm. kind of adds this like martial beat uh, you know, like marching drum style and the horns to all of her songs, which is really interesting uh, way to hear stuff, especially Party. One of my favorite uh, undersung Beyonce gems <laughs> is a really interesting reinterpretation of it. Uh, but uh, Tati, you picked uh, one of the new songs on it. Swerve. It was me. Uh, <laughs> Just oh, kidding. Yeah, I was Lindsay. Like, <laughs> oh, sorry. Two Lindsay's in a row. I know. Uh, so Before I Let Go, which is a cover of an 80s song <laughs> by Maze. Uh, yes. Maze and what... Frankie Beverly. Yes. Um, just, you know, I did my research mm-hmm. before. Um, <laughs> this song, I mean, her her version of this is just incredible. And I think, you know, you were just saying, like, it seems on paper like a really long album. Not only is it what we needed, but she also is like, here's something new. Like, here's mm-hmm. something else. I'm giving you this live album. I'm giving you this concert documentary. But I'm going to do one more for you. And I think this is what everyone's so excited about. Like, within everything else that Beyonce just dropped mm-hmm. is that there's a new song from her. And again, I just think it's showing, like, she wants to release a surprise album. Great, do it. She wants to put out a surprise album with Jay-Z. Do it. Like, anything she wants to do, she can, knowing that it will perform really, really well. Mm-hmm. And it's just cool to see an artist take advantage of that in the best way possible. Yeah. And not, I mean, take advantage sounds like the, the wrong word even. Just make the most of that, really. Mm-hmm. So she did perform this song at Coachella, right? But then this, I don't this think version so. is just, okay. I think this is a studio 
it's fully that. See, I this is something I don't know. I almost feel like this may have been like a sound check or something because mm, it still the beginning, sounds, it sounds live, live and you hear the yeah. crowd. Right, but I yeah, but I don't think she did play it. You know, we should have looked. <laughs> I know. If anyone sound checks, check sounds tweet right. Us. Yeah. My, what I'm thinking is that yeah, like before the live stream of her set started, yeah, um, this was something either before or after for the crowd. Yeah, that could be it. I remember I, when I saw McCartney at Bonnaroo a while ago. He didn't. Do it during the main thing, but during his sound check, he made up a little song about Bonnaroo oh, that cute. he liked saying it was adorable. It was like, Bonnaroo, what you gonna oh do? God. Oh my God. It was like, ugh. Where's that live album? Right? <laughs> Maybe not. But um, yeah, no, it's it's really good. I mean, yeah, so it's from 1981, the original. Uh, it kind of has that old school, funky uh, electro vibe that R&B of that era had. But, you know, it's got sort of modern. She's got her hand claps on her it and the beat. Here. And the uh, horn section is amazing. Yeah. And at the end where she's just like flexing on her own Coachella performance oh. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Then we all we all really dropped the ball not going to that one. Uh, I we really know. did. Yeah. We really screwed up. Mm-hmm. Well. Well, There's really nothing I can do about it. Now. Yeah, exactly. and good thing that. we got the live album. Right? Yeah. Have you? Has anyone watched? I've I haven't had time to watch the I Netflix thing. I haven't had time either. Yet. I haven't. Yeah. Either. This year they had um, the stadium steps that she had on her stage. They like put them in a gate somewhere on the Coachella ground so people could come and see them. Hmm. But I couldn't find them, so I never oh, I realized that. Yeah. Bianca and I were trying to find, I mean, trying in quotes. We barely trying. tried. <laughs> but, you know, if we wanted to see them. Yeah, I mean, it's not, okay, yeah. I'm just, it's sorry. not that big. I, I was going to it's not that big. I yeah. know. We were wondering maybe it was in the campgrounds or something because we, huh. like, we would have seen it. There was stuff in the campgrounds that I feel like we didn't see. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not going to, we have a house, excuse me, we have a two-level <laughs> house. Oh I'm not going to camp. camp. <laughs> Anyways, all right, uh, let's listen to it. It's Beyonce, um, a cover of Before I Let Go from her album slash documentary film, Homecoming. All right, that was Beyonce. Uh, so this is what threw me. I sorry, I thought Beyonce was yours because well, I thought me and Tati's severely offended. Like easily could have been from. Well, I of actually us. I was gonna pick um, Lindsay's one of Lindsay's picks, the Mark Ronson one, and then I was like, I feel like Lindsay's gonna pick this one, so I won't. I was gonna pick did. 070. I thought you, you were. I thought you were gonna pick Tame Impala because she centers in first. I know it's, it's shocking, honestly. Well, let's, let's do uh, 070 Shake though first. Um, one of Tati's picks, yeah. new song Morrow, and also a Coachella performer in yes. addition to Tame. Um, so Lindsay and I caught her set um, at Coachella. She's if you might know her from the Kanye West song Ghost Town. Um, she's a 21 year old um, New Jersey singer, um, and this song she put out recently with a. There were two. I forget what the other one was called, um, but this one kind of stood out to me as it feels. It's called Morrow. It feels to me like one of her most fully formed and like polished songs that she's put out so far. Um, there's something about her voice that is just so electric to me and there's so much energy behind it. Um, but her EP Glitter, um, last year just felt a little bit disjointed to me. Um, and like it kind of lost me along the way, but this song is just, it, it really 
brings you in and it's um there's so much energy behind it like I said um so yeah and there's this really beautiful guitar part in the beginning um and then it breaks into this sort of brooding like almost sounds like it belongs in like a James Bond movie type vibe Ooh. um so it's a really cool song um and it just it, from it sh- 070 to 007 Ooh, I like that <laughs> sure um <laughs> But yeah, it just feels like she's kind of taken everything that she's learned from the past year, like being part of all these big projects um, from Pusha T, from Kanye, um, and sort of having all this attention on her. And she's taken it and kind of brought it into this really polished song. Um, So yeah, what did you guys think about it? Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, sorry, I was struck for a second. Uh, I like it. Yeah, and I'm kind of with you. Like, last year, she got, I feel like, a lot of buzz. And yeah. I was sort of like, I was definitely, it was definitely wasn't, like, against or anything. But I was just like, I'm not, like, totally, it was like, I don't know if I totally get it yet. Yes. Um, I agree. I, yeah, I like this song a lot. Uh, I, the, I love the rumbling bass line. Um, your point about the energy is great because it, it's kind of like the bass line. Like, it has this energy, but it's, like... It never really breaks through. It's kind of like suppressed yes. and like bubbling under the whole time, yes. which gives it's like it like crackling. kind of a, yeah, like a fun tension. Yeah. Um, and she has a great voice. She has a really good voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this definitely made me like okay, like maybe I am on the 070 shake train. Yeah, same um, as you should be. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I am such a fan, and you know, I I agree. This is a little more polished, but yeah. I I loved the grittiness of glitter, and that is a little bit lost here. But it's a trade-off that I'm perfectly fine with Mm -hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, like the grit comes from her a lot. So even if the production is a little more crisp, I think you're still getting the sound that she's established for herself. I also love how she's like so openly questioning just life on this track. But then somewhere along the way it flips to where she's like comforting someone else who's doing the same. So I think it's, it's a smart narrative in that like it's all encompassing like what she's feeling is also what a lot of other people are feeling and playing the role of like being down but also then lifting other people up I th- yeah. think is really cool yeah it's kind of adds another layer to it mm-hmm. totally yeah I mean I think ultimately the problem with last year uh, yeah. 070 is that it was called glitter and I just think anything called glitter is just never gonna work <laughs> like it's doomed that's just it's that's just a rule well, yeah. I almost feel like it, more of what happened is that she became so big so fast, specifically for featuring on the Kanye album, right. that a lot of people were like, wait, she has her own project? Um, so I think now that mm-hmm. she's ready to release new music again, like with the spotlight on her outside of the context of 
all of the good music yeah. releases, I think, will be beneficial. Yeah, and it was cool to see, too, when Lindsay and I were at her set. Like, there weren't that many people there at the beginning, and we were kind of surprised. And then she started off with Ghost Town, and you just saw people walking by that were just like, oh, my God, we got to go to this, yeah. and, like, ran mm-hmm. to her set. And then they stayed when she played the rest it of the music. Really so cool. It was really smart to open It was just, yeah, it was kind of cool to see um, how she could have that kind of power to, like, really lure people in that weren't mm-hmm. even a- intending to go to her set mm-hmm. in the first place. So that was cool. Yeah. That is cool. And yeah, and Kanye's ghost town isn't even as good as Adam Lambert or Madonna's <laughs> ghost town. So that's pretty impressive. Well, <laughs> I should have seen that coming. Yeah, you should have seen that one coming. I feel like we talk about Adam Lambert's ghost town probably once a month on this podcast. That is do. Jason's yeah. fault, should, You should just make it a separate podcast. <laughs> the ghost town pod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways. All right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, 070 Shake song is called Morrow. Uh, and she was just a Coachella. All right, next uh, for our penultimate choice, let's do one of my picks. Uh, it's BTS and Halsey. Uh, the song is, wait, did I write it down? Boy Boys with, with Love. Oh, boy with boy Love. With love. Just one. Uh, just singular boy with love, L-U-V, from their new album uh, or EP, I guess, uh, Map of the Soul Persona. Uh, so yeah, BTS, as everyone who's not under a rock knows, uh, is this crazily ascendant K-pop boy band. Um, you know, like, and they've just gotten a lot further than any other K-pop act has before uh, in terms of, you know, impact and... Uh, well, I guess, you know, Psy naturally has done better on the Hot 100, but like, you know, Psy had his, was kind of like a two hit type thing. And then we haven't really heard from him. Like they're really yeah. making, um, an impact in terms of mm-hmm. like American media, late night television, mm-hmm. magazines, billboard included. We were the first one to put them on the cover. Yeah, and we I were. think we were also the per- uh, first award show to have them mm-hmm. attend. Yeah. So Basically, we broke BTS. Kind of. You're welcome. And um, I'm totally kidding. Performing this year, and, and they are, yeah, they're performing with Halsey at our at the BBMAs this year. Uh, anyways, but yeah, so and as they've kind of uh, their profiles increased in the U.S., uh, you know, they've definitely stayed true to K-pop. But this uh, Halsey collaboration in particular definitely sounds like them experimenting with more Western sounds. Yeah. Uh, this song, it's great. Uh, it really reminds me of kind of uh, electric like kind of electro pop from maybe like seven years ago. So it's sort of like Capital Cities-ish. Remember Ooh. Capital Cities? Safe um, and sound. And Where's Halsey's voice sounds very unhalsey to me. It sounds very like Carly Rae Jepsen-esque. So there's definitely yeah, a little like, ad-libs. I forget what she says. I forget what she but says. But yeah, too. she sounds like a cartoon character. And yes. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she sounds does. like she's having like a blast. It's like very upbeat and fun. Um, which, like, kind of what I was saying with Madonna earlier, makes me think, like, this won't be, like, a radio hit despite having Halsey on it. Um, and also, you know, like, you know, it's a foreign language. Like, for the most part, Halsey is singing in English, but uh, they're singing in Korean. As much as Spanish language songs have started to make an impact, 
uh, on radio. Like, I feel like that's in large part because uh, people are, you know, for the most part, if you live in a city, you're going to hear Spanish daily. So it's not an unfamiliar mm-hmm. sound. Uh, but Korean still does sound pretty unfamiliar. And mm-hmm. I feel like if most people heard that on their radio, they're going to, like, the average person would be like, what is this? What's going on? <laughs> um, so... <laughs> <laughs> the I, voice of an average Yeah, that's how average people are like, ah, <laughs> what's happening? Um, yeah, that, at least that's what I imagine. But, that's what I hear. But that being said, I, I really like the song. It's really fun. Yeah. Uh, this is the kind of thing that I think will win over fans online, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like people who have kind of probably heard of BTS but aren't necessarily converts. Um, but what do you guys think of it? I, I really enjoyed it. My favorite part is just how kind of what you both were saying, how seamlessly Halsey's vocals fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she just matches their pitch and the tone of the song so perfectly, where I, I think it does the song, like, it's almost in honor of BTS and K-pop music, where she's not trying to change it too drastically. Right. To it be, really is BTS's song. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not trying to make it a Halsey song yeah. or an Americanized song in any way. I feel like she just is the featured guest as they wanted her to be. And because of that, it works really well for them. I will say, though, that I did think she got a little bit lost in the song. Like, her vocals just kind of blend in. Yeah, And I almost wanted them to stand out a little bit more. Um, But also something I love about this song is, like, it just doesn't stop. Like, it doesn't really feel like there's any part that's not a chorus. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) You know, like, you never get bored. It really feels like the entire song is the chorus and there aren't even (laughs) verses. It's just like, go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. And it's very very breathless in that way. Um, So it's just such a fun listen. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very true. Like, there's no, like, it doesn't, like, kind of take it down and then right. lead up to There's a, no, like, bridge. Like. Yeah. It's just, like, everything is, like, super Everything's hooky, happening at high once. energy, sugar rush. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's very sparkly. It's but glittery, even. Ooh. Dare we say that word. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's, let's listen to it. It's uh, BTS featuring Halsey. The song is Boy With Love. All right, that was BTS and Halsey. The song title really gets me. Boy with L-U-V. Just one boy with love. One boy boy has love. With love. (laughs) Um, All right, last and another Coachella pick. We have Tatiana's Tame Impala, Borderline. Yes, Um, so Tame Impala is back. Um, uh, They've they've put out two singles um, since 2015, since Currents. Um, The first one was called Patience, and now they put out the song Borderline. Um, and it really builds on the like psychedelic rock kind of funk sound that Kevin Parker has been putting out um, forever as Team Impala, but it sort of feels to me almost like richer and more lush um, than his previous songs. Um, but I just think he's so good at channeling sort of uneasiness into music. A lot of his songs have these themes of like uncertainty and like paranoia, um, and this is another one that's like that. So he's singing about like. It's this sort of uncertainty and, and sort of risk and then the song is dipping in a way that sort of mirrors that and it's really great um but yeah so I I really like this song um and I also am interested to see what he puts out next because I'm pr- assuming that this is part of an album and he's worked with so many interesting people in between his last project like Travis Scott and Kanye West and mm-hmm. Mark Ronson and SZA um and I almost expected these two singles to 
to be able to feel more of that influence. So I mm-hmm. wonder if it'll come out more in the the rest of the singles he puts out or if it won't. So um, it really like drummed up interest for me in like what's going to come next. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, this definitely falls into the Chill Vibes podcast it does. thing we've been doing. We just love the chill vibes. Just love the chill vibes. <laughs> um, I, the thing that actually like, I don't know, stood out to me is that like, yeah, when they came out like, God, well, I don't know, eight years ago, less something. Again, why don't I look these things up before we start yeah. recording? But, you know, they were doing like a psychedelic rock uh, thing, which was very at the time, you know, it seemed super like throwback and retro mm-hmm. and definitely not what like the zeitgeist was. But like they've I think because like, you know, you're saying they've worked with all these people, um, you know, Rihanna incorporated one of their songs into her right. album anti uh, Which like, is the best thing that if you're an artist, you can have happen to you. In <laughs> Rihanna and Court Parade. Yeah. yeah. I mean, basically. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like they've sort of in a weird way, like steered, like in a very unexpected way, like steered uh, psychedelic rock, at least in the sort of ambient sense, like back into the almost mainstream. Yeah. But, like, so like when this comes out, like it's throwback-ish, but it doesn't seem, it sort of seems modern, really. And I think yeah. part of that is like what you're saying, there is a lush production sheen. Like this is what they were doing eight years ago, but it's maybe just a little more polished, a little yes. more like radio friendly. Yes. Um, has a great groove. I mean, yeah. And they're, I was not at Coachella, but I've seen them at festivals many times. Like they like draw a huge crowd oh, whenever yeah. they play. Like they just like really get that like groove going and like ride it. Yeah. And it was also one of those sets that you almost forget like how many hits they really had. Like every song, mm-hmm. the first couple of bars, the crowd is going crazy. And you're like, oh, my God. Like it, it's it's funny. Like you almost forget until you're there, like how yeah. many really big songs they had. And they did. Yeah. Because I think it's easy to forget, especially with a headliner who's a psych rock band. Like, yeah. You don't expect them to. Who doesn't have really have hits. a face behind mm-hmm. it that's like out in the, like. Yeah, in they the just they operate differently than yeah. a pop or a hip hop act normally does that yeah. has the same type of draw for a headliner. Um, but the thing I love about this song that you got at like right away. Uh, like Kevin Parker has often had this like darker tension in his lyrics. Totally. But I think this is the first song where the production matches that so perfectly. Yes. Like this just feels darker to me yeah. than anything else. And I love towards the end he has like this rattling off of questions. Yeah. And this is me being a, a stan as the kids say. But um, <laughs> Billie Eilish did that on Bury a Friend. Like that same thing where you just like so weird. He's ripping her off, right? Honestly. I mean, her her influence is spread yeah. very fast. Her mind, um, but just like that trail of questions, one after one. Yeah, I think is a it's a really interesting tactic to do in a song because you kind of pull the listener in because mm-hmm. it becomes conversational. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I love the song. I'm glad that you highlighted it. Me too. Thanks. <laughs> and You're did you also see them at Coachella? I I saw a little bit of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, okay. I loved yeah. what I saw. I wish I was there for more. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, it's Borderline from Tame Impala. All right, that was New Tame Impala, and that's that's all we got. That was I think it was a pretty pretty good one. I like 
for the, I think I liked everything, right? Is there <laughs> yes, something I didn't good. like? Yeah. Yeah. This was a very well-balanced. Yeah, we had a everything. decent amount of variety on this one. Yeah. Even though everything did fall into that chill vibes. Uh, eh. eh. Beyonce isn't that chill. Yeah, I guess the Beyonce and the BTS, BTS were not is chill. Not chill. BTS, BTS is there is no chill in that. Definitely not chill. Yeah. Um, in a great yeah. way. Anyways, welcome back from Coachella. I hope you guys get a million hours of sleep this weekend. At least that. Yeah. Yeah. Get that sleep deficit uh, fulfilled or whatever they say. Not that. No, sleep deficit is like a thing people talk about. It's like a big, people are like. Oh, yeah. Like sleep debt. People are, yeah, sleep debt. They're like, I say that word all the time. Are like, oh, you can make it up. And other people are like, you can never make it up. And it's like, it's a bunch of like pseudoscience arguing. Yeah. Yeah, at this point in my life, I don't think I'll make it up. This is how it is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I accept my fate. <clears throat> yeah, accept your fate. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Constantly tired. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that should be great for future podcasts then if you're just completely <laughs> exhausted. I think it's going to benefit me in the long run. Yeah. I can I'll only imagine. Blurt out whatever I want. <laughs> can always edit it out. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will catch you next time. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.